Sayer. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on The Speaking Life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hello. I hope your day is going wonderfully. It is fall, and I love this season. I love the boots. I love the leaves. I love the cool air, y'all. I am here for the cooler air. It is wonderful. I don't love sweaters. I don't know why. I love a jacket. I love the look of other people wearing sweaters, but I don't love a pullover sweater. I think I feel like I can't get out of it and I'm going to get hot. <laughs> so there's that. Things things you didn't know you would hear about on the podcast. Before we get started, I always want to remind you to join our Facebook group, Take the Stage Speakers. You can find that by searching Facebook. And also, if you're not on my email list, I would love to have you. I just drop in about once a week and share what episode and, and maybe something I found on the internet that I think might be interesting to you. You can do that at takethestagepodcast.com. You can either scroll down to the bottom or if you click on the resource tab, I have free resources for you. And you can jump over there, grab a resource. Five ways to fill your speaking calendar with paid speaking engagements is one that you may find handy. Get that and join the list. I'd love to have you. All right, let's dive into today's message. Today, we're talking about your signature message. Now, if you've been around me any amount of time and you've been in our Facebook group, you maybe joined a live or heard me teach, I believe every speaker needs one signature message. Now, when I say that, most people will have just literally like a come apart. Like, oh, Mary, I have so many messages. I'm not saying you can't have more, but I want you to be known for one specific thing whatever that is. Now, I'm known and I speak on what it means to be called and to walk fully in your calling. We're all called. I speak about what it means to walk fully in your calling. And that topic came out of a life experience I had. Again, you've heard this. I had an aneurysm five years ago. And I literally thought, this could have killed me. What am I doing with my life, Lord? And I took inventory of where God had me, the journey I had been on and what I wanted to do. And I knew I wanted to inspire. I wanted to teach. I wanted to reach. And I wanted to help people step into the fullness of their calling from God. And that's what I'm doing. So I love what I get to do. Podcast is part of what I do. So I am known as the speaker coach, the person that talks about this. This is what I'm known for. I'm booked to speak several times over the next many months. And every time it is around what I'm known for, which is coaching speakers in their calling. Now, before I would get booked to speak, but I had drifted away from a topic. So I wasn't known for anything. I know someone who speaks on hospitality, on what it means to have a hospitable home. She is known for this topic. Mary DeMuth was on the program and she made the comment, and I wish I had the clip, but I don't. But just trust me, you can go back and find 
Mary's show. It's just one comment. It's a great show that I chatted with her. But in that comment, she said, when I finally decided I was going to become known for speaking out, then I started getting booked more. And Lisa Allen, who heads up the Proverbs 31 speakers and is a thing like VP or something over there. Same thing. When I finally decided to focus on one area and become known for that, my calendar started filling up. Let me ask you, I want you to pause for me just a moment, and I want you to put an event planner hat on. You've got an event. You are planning it. It is your baby. The joy of the Lord. That is the theme overall. What it means to walk in the joy of the Lord. What kind of speaker are you looking for? You going to get me? I speak about the calling and I mean, I could do it, but wouldn't you love, love to have a speaker whose entire platform and message is built around this? This is what she does. She talks about what it means to walk fully in living a life in joy. And I know some right off the top of my head that I was like, I know who I would call and I can see her face. This is what event planners are thinking. Now, oftentimes they are looking for somebody they don't know who. So that's why you're sending out those one sheets and you're making those calls and you're introducing yourself to people. Having a signature message does a few other things. Number one, it focuses you. You focus. Your one sheet is focused on your signature message. Your email that you send to event planners is focused around that. When you look for opportunities, you look for opportunities that fit within your sphere of focus. Think about a flashlight. My husband is a huge flashlight person. He gets so upset because I always forget he puts flashlights in my car and I just use the one on my cell phone. Are you with me? So recently I was off at a event I had the pleasure to attend and I was telling him I was walking back and it was really dark. I went back to my car and he goes, well, why did you not have your flashlight with you? And I was like, I left it in the car. (laughs) So I want you to think about a flashlight. Now, if you unwind the flashlight, you can make the beam real wide. You know, if you, there's some of those you can twist and the beam is real wide. It's not as bright, but it's wide. But if you twist that flashlight and make that beam really sharp, you can see it's a narrower focus, but that beam is so much brighter. That's you and your message. Narrow, focused, and bright. Clear. People will get what you are saying. They will understand what you're known for, Doesn't mean you can't have other messages. Doesn't mean you can't create a Christmas message that you could do for a Christmas event. Doesn't mean you can't have a Mother's Day message that you could do for a Mother's Day brunch. Doesn't mean you can't have more than one. But when you create a signature message and become known for that, you become focused and you become your light shines brighter. Again, throw that event planner hat on. Think about the way that works for an event planner. All right. I want to talk about something else, about why having a signature message can be so important. So you're known for your topic and you're focused on your topic. You are developing a message that is crystal clear. If you give the same message five times or you give five different messages 
Which message do you think is going to get better? Absolutely. The one you do five times, because every time you do it, you're going to hone it in a little bit more. You're going to sharpen it a little bit more. You're going to tighten up that beam just a little bit more. That's what happens when you create a signature message. If you are creating a message every time you are getting called to speak at a church, I want you to think about that for a minute. You're going to speak five times over the next three months, okay? Five different weekends over three months. And you're going to create five different messages for those five different weekends. You are going to be worn slap out. Because developing a message takes time. We all have a different way of developing. My development is I literally open the word of God. I pray over it. I know that God is pulling me to something. I was in the Luke 5 is where I stayed for a season. And let me tell you the message that came out of Luke 5. Out of Luke 5, I built a message about friendships and specifically about how my actions impact those around me. Luke 5 is all about Jesus calling Peter and James. And this is the fishing. If you don't know the story, I'm going to give you a a brief little Bible study. This is Jesus has been teaching and he is at Lake Genesaret. He has been teaching for hours, for hours. And he has been sitting in a boat teaching because that is what he did. He's teaching from the crowds in a boat. And when he finished teaching, he's in Simon Peter's boat. And when he finished teaching, now let me go back. The reason he's in a boat is the crowds have pressed in so much. So he sits down in the boat and he's been teaching these crowds. So he's finished teaching. He looks at Peter. He goes, put your boat out there in the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Now, backstory is Peter has already cleaned his nets. His nets are clean. He fishes. You don't fish in the deep water in the middle of the day. Everybody knows that. Peter's friends are standing on the shore, probably mending their nets. They may be in their boats. I mean, these are his buddies. This is his fisherman. Peter's a rough and tough guy. He said, okay, Lord, um, I don't know you, master, but he had just heard him teach. And he literally says, Master, we've hurt hard all night long and we have caught nothing. But at your word, I'll put down my nets. And he does. And of course, the nets are full of fish and they're breaking and another boat has to come. They fill this up and then he leaves everything to follow Jesus. My whole message was built around the impact he had on those who are watching him. And the impact that you have on the people who watch you from the sidelines, your relationships that may not be walking fully with God, the impact we have. And so I built an entire message around that, but it came out of just studying this one passage of 11 verses. So that's where I start my messages. And I will just kind of stew on them, ruminate in them, just let them kind of bubble up and brew in my spirit. So being able to do that over and over and over, which is exactly what I did for a long time, was killing me because this is what I would do. I would get on the phone with an event planner and they would say, oh, we're doing our 
retreat or our event is on the fruit of the spirit. Can you create a message on that? And I was like, oh, of course I can. Absolutely. Or they would say, you know, we're going to use John 10, 10. You know, Jesus has come that I may have life and have it in abundance. That is our scripture. Can you do a message on that? Oh, of course. Absolutely. So you think about it. If I was speaking even, you know, once a month, that's a new message every month. And I was doing a little bit more than that. I was speaking probably about twice a month, you know, not every month, but I would say about one and a half times if you did it across a year. So I was doing probably 10 or 12. And sometimes it might be one, two, three weeks in a row, and I'm off for three weeks, speaker cycles, you know how that goes. It was wearing me out. So I I realized, I, I was like, Lord, I can't keep doing this. I have to create something that I can use that will be a benefit and a blessing. So I took that message and I learned how to use that Luke 5 sideline watching, you know, what does it mean? The people watching you in their life, how can you impact them? And I learned how to use that with the fruit of the spirit, or I learned how to use that with John 10, 10. And I was very honest. I said, this is my message. This is what I do. Let's talk about how that fits what you're looking for. That can be a hard conversation, but I want you to become known for something. And then what it does is that when you do have that great event that pops up that you really, really want to do, and they need you to create something unique, you have the bandwidth to do that because you're not doing it for every single other event. You're using your signature message. Something else having a signature message does is it enables you to step in at the last minute. You can step in should a fellow speaker like call you and say, oh my gosh, I have come down with a flu. I am supposed to speak this weekend. Can you step in? And that's why I go back to network, 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 and network in your region. Because if you are an hour away from where she was supposed to speak, you can cover for her. Obviously, that would have to work through the event planner. I've done this before. I've stepped into a space before when a speaker couldn't do it. And the only way I was able to do that is with a signature message, one that I like to call my back pocket message. I've always got it in my back pocket. If I need to step in and step up, then I can do it. Now, One last caveat I want to tell you is that even with a signature message, you still rehearse every single time. Don't assume that you are so well-grounded that you don't need to do a run-through of your message. I do a run-through. Do a run-through the day before or the day of. You know, if you've listened to me, I love to do a run-through in my speaker outfit, particularly if it's one I've never worn before. If you've worn it several times and you know it's going to work, then that's fine. Personally, I always let's try it on again. Just make sure, double check it, make sure there's nothing, you know, I haven't split a seam or a button's not loose or anything like that. But absolutely do the run through. Rehearse it, go over it, make sure your notes are on point. And because your times may be different, you may be able to do it in 45 minutes one time, or somebody asks you to do it in 20 minutes, 
You're going to know this message so well, you could do it in any one of those time allotments. All right. I hope you found this helpful. I love teaching on signature message and the why of signature message because I know it makes you a more valuable speaker. You become known as a speaker for a very specific topic. Again, doesn't mean you can't speak on other things, but you become known and you can change your signature message every year. You can create a new one every year. A lot of speakers do that. And then you can let your, remember that email list you built a few episodes back, that email list is you send that out and just say, Hey, I want to let you know about my new message. I'm really excited about what God's doing and here's my new message and hear how it serves your audience. Again, it's always about serving the audience. All right. You have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope to see you over on the Facebook group and maybe even an email if you want to join my email list. TakeTheStagePodcast.com. And you can find that just by clicking on resources. I have free resources there or just scroll to the bottom of the page and sign up for the email list. Have a great day. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at TakeTheStagePodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.